Good evening, dummies. Episode 241. Yes, I called you dummies, and I will tell you why in just a minute. Don't leave. Don't take offense. It's actually quite funny. Tonight, we are going to be going over my favorite topic, which is Joe Biden. Listen, we warned you, and you decided to call us all racists. We want to go into why liberals are continuing to represent and toe the line when it comes to Joe Biden. We all see the numbers. We see the popularity falling. We know you don't like him, too. We think it's time for you to come into our umbrella. There's enough room for everybody, just not the socialists. Stay tuned, folks. Good show tonight. I'll be right back. Recorded from an undisclosed location. Always honest. Always direct. So sit back. Relax. Don't unfriend me starts right now. Well, thank you. I told you I would tell you what dummies are, and that's very, very important. Don't take offense, dummies is a good thing. These are the don't unfriend me's. The don't unfriend me's is an acronym. Barstool Sports has the stoolies. We have the dummies. Very, very important to our show. A user came up with it. It's quite clever. And that is you. Whether you've watched one episode or you've watched 241 after tonight, you are a dummy. Welcome to the team. Quick update on shirts. I know everyone's calling. I ordered my shirts on Monday. They should be here by the end of the week. If not Tuesday, Wednesday, I will be start. I'll start wearing them, get some hype, and then we will turn on the website. Everyone's been so patient. Thank you so much. You'll be able to find those on Facebook, don'tunfriendme.com, and everywhere else. Last but not least, before we get the show started, please do me a favor and head over to all my social media. We are everywhere now. We are live on Twitter and YouTube, Facebook, Every night I'm on Rumble, I'm on Gab, I'm on uh, Instagram, everywhere else. You can find me everywhere at, at Don't Unfriend Me Show, except for Twitter, which is the dumb show, the DUM show. Head on over there, say hello, stop by, like, share, and subscribe with everybody. Let's get to the show tonight. Thank you, everybody, for your patience. Episode 241 in the house. Listened, we warned you, and you called us racist. When I look back on the last nine months, I am baffled by the display of delusional Biden supporters who still fervently support his vision or lack thereof. Who is still a Biden supporter after the month he has had? In fact, who is still a Democrat to even be more direct? Empty shelves, rising gas prices, nobody wants to work, the border looks like a mask stopping COVID, and America is looking like a failed socialist experiment versus a thriving country as it was just a handful of months ago. Let's be honest, we were not fully rebounding after the disastrous lockdowns and attacks on our freedoms, but Donald Trump had us on the right track. Unemployment was falling, energy independence was still moving forward, inflation wasn't a concern, and America was on the same course it had been before COVID. Although a little worse for wear. We were mending. Well, every wound is not only superating profusely, but the added salt and lemon juice brought to you by the radical left is just enough to remind us that it is going to get worse before it gets better. Given the state America is now in, the first question people should be asking themselves is who they voted for last year. If the answer is Joe Biden, then they're getting exactly what they've deserved. The prices of everything is soaring. This isn't a one-off or a two-off, but an everything-off or out, if you will. Why the sudden issue with our ports? 
What is it that is causing California to have these issues? But Governor DeSantis in Florida is literally stealing ships away and opening them up for business, which is a brilliant move, by the way. We have been going through this pandemic for two years, and why is it about now, and what is it about now that is killing California and the largest economy in the USA? Well, it's simple, leftist policies. A new California law directing employers to provide benefits to more workers applies to truck drivers. A federal court ruled Wednesday as it overturned a previous decision that had allowed them to operate as independent contractors. Gavin Newsom signed the gig economy law known as Assembly Bill 5 in 2019. Now the independent fact checkers, the liars with a cause, state that this regulation only impacts the 2011 vehicle mandate that was imposed on the drivers, and that 90% of them are compliant with the new mandates. And this is true. But what the article doesn't tell you is the taking of the independent contractors to a W-2 tax form from an independent contractor imposes the transfixes of different taxes and the requirements that most drivers are deciding to just stay out of California altogether and and skip it completely let alone the lack of business over the last two years that hurt the industry with all of those new truck upgrades that were required with the new law. No work, no money, no trucks equals no drivers. Of course, this won't be brought up to you in the nightly news, but if you just sit down with a driver, they will tell you the same thing. And this is why Florida is snatching up business with open arms and DeSantis will be the right man for the job in 2024. I'm also tired of the completely underinflated numbers we get from the mainstream media and their teleprompter editors. In my area, some food products have gone up in the price by more than 50% while gas has risen by over 30%. We're lucky we can afford to take these hits, but we've stopped buying certain products because they're just not worth what's being asked for them. Plus, empty shelves are becoming a regular occurrence. And they're a common feature of socialist countries. I remember watching television when I was younger and seeing the Soviet Union era store shelves with little to nothing on them. And this is what the Democrats are creating in the United States as well. Maybe we can focus on the available job rate in certain cities and stop the flow of government aid after so many weeks without a job. Unemployment isn't a solution. It is a part of the problem that is oftentimes worse than the disease itself. Everywhere we go, we see help wanted and bonuses being offered, yet we are seeing a lack of interest and motivation to fill these high-paying jobs. So it wasn't about $15 an hour after all. It was the work that they didn't like, and of course it was. Instead of providing food stamps and luxury child tax credits and payouts for kids' programs, maybe we should provide rice, oatmeal, vitamins, and water to these unmotivated workers and watch how quickly they jump off the government tit. Because if we keep heading down this path, we should all eat the same thing. And isn't that what socialism in a nutshell is all about anyway? Getting people into jobs will get production and transportation back on track. If we still don't have enough dock workers, truck drivers, and warehousing staff to unload the ships, then maybe we should empower the National Guard and they should be activated versus protecting our capital and the Democrats' asses. They can certainly handle the unloading of ships and the subsequent transport of goods on the interim basis. 
Sadly, the reality is the Biden administration does not care about Americans who are struggling because of all of this. They can't afford certain groceries because of the outrageously high prices. They're bent on bringing us to our knees, so we, the people, need to come up with solutions ourselves. Maybe we should buy groceries that can be stretched and shared. We should buy from local farm stands to help the farmers. We could create neighborhood swap programs. And above all, we should look out for our elderly neighbors. There's never been a better time to unite people and send a message that the higher-ups can go pound sand. And now for a lesson on basic economics. Anyone who says inflation is not a real thing that affects real people or any economist who says money printing doesn't have a negative effect should stand before the cameras and apologize. We're now enjoying the fruits of massive deficit spending and pumping the Fed, and it's going to be a long ride. You cannot help the poor by destroying the rich. You cannot strengthen the weak by weakening the strong. You cannot bring about prosperity by discouraging thrift. You cannot lift the wage earner up by pulling the wage payer down. And you cannot further the brotherhood of man by inciting class hatred. You cannot build character and courage by taking away people's initiative and independence. And you cannot help people permanently by doing for them temporarily what they could and should do for themselves. But this is the M.O. of the leftists, and nobody on the right is surprised. Yes, Donald Trump said mean stuff. Republicans have come down on the wrong side of certain issues. Yes, capitalism is hard, but at least it's fair. And at least Donald Trump did what he said he was going to do. Joe Biden has been in the first gear for 40 years, and I don't expect him to shift out of his current gear anytime soon. Reverse. We have plenty of room in the Republican Party, moderate Democrats and liberals, but unfortunately the umbrella isn't big enough to cover the leftists and socialists. This is until you reset your expectations and unrealistic ones that you have for our government. The truth of the matter is that every four years the Democratic Party begins the promises never kept campaign. Take the new example of the new infrastructure bill that has little to do with infrastructure and everything to do with broken promises. Remember free college for all? Well, it is confirmed that the community college provision would fall by the wayside as Democrats struggled to reduce the size and scope of the measures to satisfy party moderates. Community college made up $109 billion of the multi-trillion dollar plan, but the true egregious amounts of money that were to be voided were the four-year institution and the billions of unpaid debt on the backs of the disenfranchised. It's gone. Medicare expansion to include dental, vision, and hearing is in the measure, but the details are still being negotiated, which may as well be a hard no. At the same time, the Clean Electricity Performance Program will likely not make the cut either. You know that giant lie that global warming is the single biggest threat to the humankind? Democrats are also considering extending the more expansive child tax credit for only one year instead of until 2025, according to someone familiar with the negotiations, which is a far cry from the six-month paternal and maternal leave they promised for all families. After the Tuesday evening meeting, word was that the bill's final cost would be $1.9 to $2.2 trillion, which is still too much, down from $3.5 trillion the House had previously endorsed. Along the campaign trail and on his inauguration day, President Joe Biden promised leadership to unify the country and rebuild our economy. Unfortunately, his partisan policies and unilateral actions have been far from unifying and have instead sparked crises both at home and abroad. 
Before the pandemic struck, America had the best economy in the world with record low unemployment in communities across the country. This was a direct result of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act enacted by Republicans in 2017. Thanks to the law's pro-growth policies, all Americans were getting to keep more of their paychecks. In addition, new jobs were being created thanks to incentives for companies to expand and set up shop in the United States. Earlier this year, President Biden and Democrats passed a $1.9 trillion liberal wish list masked as a coronavirus relief bill through the budget reconciliation process. And in fact, more than 90% of this partisan and liberal package had nothing at all to do with the pandemic. And this bill included irresponsible spending such as federal bailout of certain pension funds and providing bloated contributions to Democratic-run states and local governments. And they say we believe in crony capitalism. Indeed, this bill was just the beginning of our nation's economic crisis that we are now facing. Additionally, rather than encouraging people to get back to work and pulling in motion policies to get our economy back on track, Biden and Democrats have created incentives for many American workers to stay at home on unemployment. Meanwhile, increased taxes on businesses and corporations are again forcing them to move overseas, rewarding our adversaries like Communist China which is probably the plan all along. While President Biden promised not to raise taxes on Americans making less than 400000 a year, Democrats in Congress are currently working to advance legislation that reflects his proposed $3.5 trillion wish list of socialist-style policies. However, the only way this budget will come even close to being paid for is by raising the taxes on 90% of Americans. Indeed, this inflation bomb will continue to raise prices for Americans, another form of taxation. With inflation being the highest it has been since 1981, Americans cannot afford more government spending at this time. And let's not forget the breaking bombshell that Senator Joe Manchin is considering leaving the Democratic Party and moving sides to Republicans, a sign of the time and the impending doom of Democrats in 2022 and 2024. And even though this is probably complete BS, it doesn't matter. The pressure is on to choose a side, and America has newsflash It isn't the Democratic Party, and when rumors like this started, it's because the incumbent party is failing. The president also promised to reform our country's immigration system and make the situation at the southern border better, not worse. The truth truth is, is that he has not delivered. In fact, due in part to his open border policies, we have the biggest national security, public health, and humanitarian crisis at our southern border that we have ever seen. In August alone, there were 103,000 single adult apprehensions. This staggering number accounts for nearly half of the 208,000 border encounters for the entire month. Taking all these numbers into account, illegal entries into the country increased by 317% between August of 2020 and 2021. And these policies are draining the resources of customs and border protection and local law enforcement, disrupting local communities across the nation, and a clear example of the failed policies of President Biden. Finally, since President Biden was sworn into office, he has signed a record number of executive orders governing by use of pen instead of in collaboration with Congress, supposedly his strength. And because of this attempt to dismantle existing policy on energy development and climate foreign relations and immigration, we have seen skyrocketing utility and gas prices, a completely botched withdrawal from U.S. troops from Afghanistan that resulted in the tragic death of 13 U.S. service members and a re-emerging Taliban and overrun southern border. 
Indeed, this type of governing will only sow greater division within our country rather than pave the way for unity, President Biden promised to foster the American people. Biden promised to be a president for all Americans and to work with Republicans and Democrats alike to solve the nation's problems. Sadly, his presidency thus far has been marked by unilateral decisions and broken promises to the American people. But this is the way of the party of the promises never kept. What happened to DACA? Kids in cages, rejoining the Iran nuclear deal, health insurance for all, Washington and Puerto Rico becoming states, filibusters removed even though Democrats created the law, abortion rights, expansion, gun grabs, free college, now taxes on the middle class, the pandemic cure brought to you by Joe Biden. Let's not even mention the African-American community and the deaths, the drug epidemic and systemic breakdown of the family structure that was once so strong within that community. Obama sat by as his hometown destroyed itself in Chicago. They sat back when our country was losing small businesses and bordering bankruptcy. These are all real problems and real people are needed to solve them. The Republicans may not have all the answers, but they sure as hell do not live in a dream world where everything is free and nobody has to pay for any of it. Are you sick of the promises never kept? Are you tired of the selling of dreams and only waking up to the same old lies? Well, then welcome to your first step in growing up. Liberalism is always exciting for the youth because it is hard when you are younger. At least Republicans are honest that it will be hard, but it will come with time and effort. Democrats just ask for time and still expect you to make the effort by restricting your rights strangling your bank account and selling you on a socialist fantasy of kumbaya and rainbows with kittens. Welcome to adulthood. It is going to smack you around and hit you when you least expect it. And if you continue to move forward, you'll make it through. And anyone who says anything less is trying to sell you something or to get you to vote for democratic policy. Folks, that's it for my show tonight. Thank you for stopping by. 241 is a wrap, and I hope you had a good time. If not, stop by tomorrow. Remember, we can agree, we can disagree. You can love me, you can hate me. Just don't unfriend me. Closing out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255-PRESS-1. Veterans are in need of help. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. It is way too many. They need you to make the call. If you can't make that call or can't talk to a veteran, please reach out to me. I will make it with you. I have had countless conversations with veterans who are hurting, and I'm more than willing to spend that time. If that doesn't work, go to don'tunfriendly.com. Click on the VCL link. It's a free call or Skype video. You'll be connected to a VCL operator immediately. It is 100% anonymous, and it is also good for civilians. You don't have to be a veteran to take advantage. They'll get you to the right place. Make that call today. Folks, thank you. Those of you who are on live, thank you so much for standing by. We have a ton of people watching. I'm going to finish up the live show now and answer all of your questions. Remember, come back tomorrow night. Thursday show should be a fun one. Not sure what it's going to be about but I have a feeling it'll be about America, politics, and you. Have a wonderful time, folks. I will see you on the after show, or I'll see you tomorrow.